Welcome to Let's Utter God's official podcast channel. If you are adamant on improving your walk with God and pursuing His ways, this is the podcast channel for you. Join me, Blessing Mashilani, your host, as we discuss issues which matter on this Christian journey. Be blessed. What is up everybody? You are listening to our Let's After God Christian Artist of the Week. Who is this? You might be wondering. It is none other than Tabang Clinton. Who is Tabang Clinton? You might be wondering. Tabang is a 28-year-old gospel artist and songwriter who loves the Lord with a passion. He is a former resident backing vocalist for the Gospel Classic TV show for about three seasons. He is also a former resident backing vocalist for Gospel Unplugged. Get this. He was also a former member of the award-winning Swanee Gospel Choir and has shared a stage with international artists such as Tony McLaggen at Carnival City. He recorded his debut album called Jesus My Covering in 2019, which is due for release, yeah, today. Okay, I'm recording this on the 31st of August, so yeah, if you're listening to this, it's probably out. It's called Jesus My Covering. So wherever you are, make sure that you stream it you download it on Spotify, Deezer, yeah, and Apple Music. So yeah, let's support Tawang, guys. He's one of our own. He makes Jesus music. He loves the Lord. And I'm sure that you will be blessed by his album. The song that you're listening to right now is called You Rain. So yeah, make sure that you just support a brother. And yeah, like I always say, get the plug. Welcome back to our podcast, guys. It's your boy, Blessing. And I'm so, so excited at today's episode. Before I even start about today's episode, um, I have to apologize for not putting up a episode last week. I was feeling a bit um, spent, as in like a bit fatigued, and uh, I needed to take a bit of a break, and um, I needed to be refilled, and um, that's why I just took a hiatus last week, and um, I'm just glad that I'm feeling so rejuvenated, and I'm feeling so excited at what god is going to do through this platform i'm so excited at what god has been depositing in my life and i can't wait to share it with you guys and um if you're listening for the first time my name is blessing mashilwani and this is a safe space this is a safe uh my god what a mouth thought <laughs> this is a space for lads and ladies after god who are adamant on following god in his ways and i believe that yeah you're gonna be blessed listening to this podcast and i promise you you're gonna be back for more and um for those who are returning wow welcome back guys and i'm so ex- so grateful and excited that you are, you stuck with us for so long and um i promise that this is worth it this is worth the journey this is worth the data that you use to stream these episodes and i promise that we are only gonna grow and we are only gonna get better and bigger so yeah today's episode in case you do not follow us on social media um i put up a question yeah a q a on my personal account where i asked yeah you guys to ask me questions that you want me to answer on today's episode and you guys didn't hold back and i'm so excited that i'm gonna answer them today so wherever you are just make sure that yeah you prepare yourself to yeah be hopefully edified and um, i'm hoping that i answer all these questions truthfully and honestly as i can because yeah some of them were difficult and some of them were yeah (laughs) a bit of yeah what can i say 
they, some of them have a bit of humor in them. So yeah, let's just wait and see. So if you are listening, relax and yeah, let's do this. Okay, let us start with our Q&A. I got about eight questions in total and a bonus question that I might answer if I still have time, maybe at the end of the episode. And I'm so excited to start with those questions. The first one was from a little sister of mine. We go to the same church and I love her so much. Yeah, she's one of those, yeah, day ones. And yeah, I hope she's listening, by the way. And um, yeah, I hope that I answer her question well. She asked me, how do you, did you know when you first got saved that you are now a child of God? I think this is a question which is common among new new converts or new believers because we we tend to seek assurance that we are now saved. Sometimes people tend to think that when someone gets saved, they get you know, like they think that what will happen is that there might be like a supernatural occurrence that happened. Now I'm gonna have a halo around my head, and yeah, I'm gonna grow wings and turn into an angel. And that's not how it is. Um, the assurance of of salvation, it comes through faith. You have to believe that you are saved. It is through faith that we are called children of God. If you read from First John chapter three, it will tell you that. Uh, chapter three, I think you should read from verse twenty. It says, "Even if we feel guilty, God is greater than our feelings, and He knows everything." Meaning that even when the devil can come in your head through doubts and say, "Nah, man, you're not really a child of God. You're still the same person that you were yesterday," you know, if 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 you if you experience that type those type of feelings or thoughts in your head, which make you doubt if you really are a child of God, know that God is above those feelings. Know that your 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 your, the, your faith or your salvation is secure in God. You know the keys to your salvation are not in in a person's in anyone's hands. If they were in someone's hands, we could fear that maybe those keys might be lost one day. But your your salvation is secure in Christ. So do not allow that doubt which tells you, no, I'm not really a child of God. Why do I still feel like the same person that I was? yesterday it's it's a process it's it's a growing process you might feel like maybe some of your mannerisms and everything else hasn't changed but god through the holy spirit will transform you inwardly and give you a new heart and renew your mind so like i say the assurance of salvation comes through faith it's all about believing and i hope i answered you well and then i got the second question it's from um one of my instagram friends um, she asked me, what is the correct format for a CV? I was so surprised when she asked me this question because I was thinking, oh my God, am I really going to be able to answer this question? And I thought to myself that maybe I might not be the best person to answer this question, but I know of two people, in fact, who have the best answers for this. I actually um, acquired one of... Um, she was actually she was actually one of my Instagram followers. Um, the name the name of her page is called at I forgot I'll link it in our uh, program notes. It's called at Prof Network something like that. Yeah, she she does CV rejuvenations and stuff like that, and she has insightful content where she talks about you know things like uh, job hunting. She's a career coach and all that. So I will, yeah, I will link up her details 
in um, today's um, show description. She is so good when it comes to those type of questions. And another person, I follow her on Twitter. Her name is Surprise. I forgot to say her name, but I know her name is Surprise. And um, she has a YouTube channel called By Faith We See, something like that. And she recently did a series about um, recruitment and how to get a job, how to put up a CV. She talks about what to include in your CV, what to leave out. And she talks about keywords to use in your CV, the type of writing that you should put up in your CV and all that. I will put up the link to her YouTube video so that you might just watch that and be inspired and be helped. She helped me so much even in gathering the courage to start being proactive and looking, yeah looking for a job so i hope that she helps you as well and um the third question is actually not too dif not too different from the second because they were asking about do i have any job interview tips i've only been to one job interview in my life and yes i got the job and um i, I don't think i've been to enough job job interviews to say this is a method which works but what i do know is that do research about the company Make sure that you know the company. Make sure that you know what the company stands for, uh, what services the company offer. Make sure that you do your homework. It's so important to do your homework. Make sure that you do your homework regarding the job uh, post that you're applying for. Imagine applying for a marketing post and, um, yeah, you do research about something that is completely different. And you get there and you think and your expectations are that you're going to work in admin. Next thing you know, they tell you that you're going to be doing marketing. And yeah, there's, there's definitely going to be a clash. So make sure you do your homework when it comes to what type of a job you will be doing and everything like that. And make sure that at, at the interview, after you are interviewed, yeah, compile a, a list of questions that you want to ask your potential employer. Things like um, some of them, you might leave them for when they give you your contract. Things like salary and all that. But make sure that you ask them, like, what what are the things that you're going to require from me on a daily basis? Things like that. So make sure that you, yeah, ask those type of questions after the interview. So the fourth question was, um, how and when did you come to the de decision to commit to God on your own without being influenced by your Christian upbringing? This is actually one of the best questions that I got um, because... Um, I grew up in faith, like I grew up in a family which is born again. My my mom and dad, um, they both got born again um, at tertiary level at college. No, my dad actually got born again at, at, at high school and my mom got born again at college. So, yeah, I got I, I got, yeah, raised in a household that was always about church, was always about um, prayer, was always about living for God and um, the certain things that um, and experience certain things and experiences that I didn't have um, which are negative and uh, because I was always in that covering of my parents. But um, when I eventually got one again, it was back in high school. Um, I was doing ninth grade, um, if I remember well, which was in 2005 and um i just got to a point where i was like you know what i need to start living for god but it was not until um when i moved out of my parents home and uh went to varsity and experienced life and experienced life's hardships 
and experience that you know what life is difficult and if you if you want to live life and if you want to live a life that pleases god you cannot depend on someone else's faith you need to be, to depend on your own faith in god um i experienced a lot of hard stuff especially regarding the fact that i dropped out a couple of times from varsity and uh, experienced failure experienced things like depression mental health problems and um that storm in my life actually made me realize that i need god for myself i cannot depend on my parents prayers i cannot depend on my friends prayers i need god for myself and that was back in um from 2012 that's when i first started realizing that you know what god god is god is not some you know um outfit that i can try on and leave behind god is 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 mandatory god is an essential product i don't think that's the best term but he is essential for our well-being and that's when i decided just to leave everything leave the world and um all its you know uh, passing pleasures and start living for god so to answer your question how did how and when did i come to the decision to commit to god it was back in 2013 2014 somewhere there um yeah after i had experienced a lot of mental health problems and um yeah failure in my life that i decided to start living for god and um yeah it's been such a pleasure ever since and um i'd recommend that if you're not born again you listen to this just give your life to christ i promise you you won't regret it you know um jonathan butler sings this song where he says falling in love with jesus was the best thing that i ever done i can attest to that it's still the best thing that i do every day just waking up every day knowing that i'm a child of god there's no joy that can surpass that so yeah that's yeah that's just every time i talk about this i get a bit emotional but yeah that's my story and um how i got to start committing to god and um the fifth question um was actually um another beautiful question um it was asked by one of my uh, social media followers um she asked me how do i practically um keep going when facing obstacles um we we know that life is yeah life is not that straightforward life has so many obstacles um if it's not the fact that we are dealing with a recession and uh we are living through a pandemic it's you know things like um yeah our own mortality you know every day there's always something different to stress about and there are so many obstacles along the way and um the 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 desire to keep going sometimes it yeah like like most of us know sometimes it it's it it gets hard to even convince yourself to wake up every morning but something that keeps me going even when facing obstacles is that is the knowledge is my knowledge of god and my knowledge of god's word and his promises um god promised that he will be with me even through the storm so even though sometimes things are not going well i know that even when i do not feel god in my life and it feels like god is so far away i know that that's when he's actually with me 
so that's how i keep going my knowledge of god my knowledge of god's promises god says in the book of jeremiah i think everyone if i think everyone knows this verse jeremiah 29 verse 11 which says for i know the plans that i have for you god has plans for me sometimes i find i don't know if it's only me but i find myself stressing a lot about the future stressing a lot about um if my dreams will ever come true um i think that's something that's um common amongst us as millennials we stress a lot about our future oh the other day i was wondering to myself am i actually gonna find mrs Wright? um am i ever going to be able to be satisfied in in a workplace or in my own business one day and um yeah trying to trying to pursue my goals there's always that thing which demotivates me along the way and um sometimes it's so easy to be caught up in the disappointment that you don't even try anymore um sometimes people experience obstacles when it comes to things like relationships every time you feel like you're about to commit to someone they disappoint you or something bad happens sometimes it can be in your career sometimes when you think that you have the perfect job you get retrenched Sometimes it can be in our social lives. Um, we have toxic friendships and things like that. So there's so many obstacles along the way. But if if you're rooted in God and rooted in his word, you will know his promises. And I, I promise you, if you know God's word, you will know. Um, there's this quote by Billy Graham that I love so much. He says, I've read the Bible. It all gets better at the end. Or God wins at the end meaning that even if it might seem like everything is falling apart even if it might seem like the obstacles keep coming and coming and coming and even if it feels like um you know things are going wrong there's this song this Zulu song that I that I love it it speaks this words it says no meaning that even when it seems like you know what yeah things are not going as planned you know um the book i don't know if it's the book of Pro, Pro, proverbs which speaks that men we as people can plan but it is god who um yeah it is god who um oh my god i need to look it up <laughs> yeah it is god who it is god's purpose which prevails oh thank you yeah, it is God's purpose which prevails. So we can plan as people, but it is God's purpose with, which prevails. So if you know the word of God, if you know such verses, they will keep you sane. You know what? God's word is my sanity. Because there are certain disappointments in life which can leave you on the brink of life and death. You know, I think knowing God's word is the difference between being sane and insane. Because I promise you, today's life the world that we live in, um, it can literally make you lose your head. But if you are rooted in God's word, that's how you'll be able to keep going when facing obstacles. Wow, that was, yeah, that was fun to answer. <laughs> the sixth question uh, was actually from a friend of mine who is a fellow podcaster. And she asked me, how has your podcast changed you as a person? how has your podcast changed you as a person wow um i started this podcast in may of 2020 um it's been a couple of months now and i can truly say that this podcast has made me um 
more it has made me um more more curious to know more about god it has made it has created this this thirst in in me to be more hungry for god's word it has made me more and it has made me you know trust god more because um before i started i always used to think am i am i going to be able to pull this off will this be easy will this you know come by you know easily you know even the technical stuff i thought how am i going to do it how am i going to do it um what app should i use things like that and um starting this podcast actually taught me that sometimes fear is just this mask you know this scary mask you know if you take away that scary mask you will see that there's actually nothing to be afraid of so it has actually made me more brave having to reach out to christian artists for example every week you know for our let's after god christian artists of the week you know things like that it has made me realize that there are certain things in life that we fear which are not actually as daunting as we make them out to be so starting this podcast has made me a more confident person i i used to um be so critical of myself even the way i speak even my voice I, i'm i'm that type of person who when i listen to my voice on videos or voice recordings i cringe a bit but starting this podcast has made me just be more relaxed and say you know what this is me this is um who i am and this is how i sound i need to own own up to that and say yeah i i, I don't want to find myself trying to sound like someone else there's so many other successful podcasters out there but i I've learned to find my own voice and my own style of doing things. Obviously, we learn from different people and different podcasters. There are some South African podcasters that I listen to and international podcasters that I listen to, but it has made me um starting this podcast has made me believe in what God has deposited in my life. And um being someone when you share God's word like I do on this podcast, it makes you want to know God more. the more you share God's word the more you tell other people about Christ the more you display God's love to other people is the more you want more of God i don't know if that makes sense but the more you see God is the more you going to want him because he will give you this portion of you know this portion of himself today and just when you think this is it the next day he will show himself in another light and you'll and you'll think to yourself wow i thought i know i knew you god but wow thank you for proving to me that no i didn't know you at all and just when you think you know him he shows himself as you know another another you know on another dimension that you didn't imagine so this podcast has actually just made me you know just know god on a, on a deeper level if i could just sum it up starting this podcast has made me know god on a deeper level and it's made me more thirsty for god you know as the deer panteth for the water so my soul longs after god that's david's psalm and um that's the case in my life i just need need and want more of god so i can share more of god with god's people so yeah hope i answered your question well and um okay The next three questions which are the last three questions are questions that are related to relationships and dating. I'm not the <laughs> I'm not a love doctor or anything like that, but um 
yeah i have um seen life and uh, experienced things like heartbreak and all that so i hope i'll be able to answer these questions um the first question was what do you think is the root cause of failed talking stages if you do not what know what talking stages are um you know how when you say meet someone you're at a church conference or something like that or maybe you are at um a wedding or any social gathering you meet someone nice you exchange numbers and you guys start calling each other or talking online and next thing you know it it just stops or it just yeah it's almost like there was a wind and it blew it away those feelings are not there anymore and yeah that's what a failed talking stage is and i must say i have experienced a couple of those in my life and um if i had to identify what is the root cause of failed talking stages i think i think we need to be honest with, with ourselves especially as guys i'm going to speak on on like from the perspective of a guy um girls if you're listening i'm going to drop some knowledge bombs for you guys you know sometimes when you're talking to a girl as a guy um you might have expectations i think given on both sides both of you guys have expectations um say for example on my side let's say i'm talking to someone um there are certain there are certain things that um obviously i have set for myself that i want in a partner and obviously she has a list that she has for herself that she wants in a partner and um it it's it's it would be doing yourself an injustice if you compromised on you know certain things on that list so say for example you're talking to someone and um it turns out that they are not that person that you thought they were you know let's just be as honest as possible it happens that i'm talking to you and um i find out something about you and um i'm like hey this is something that i can't deal with you know some of the stuff obviously you'll think okay i can live with this but there's certain things that um everyone of us has to have those things that are non-negotiables and um say for example you talk to someone and you 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 see that their belief system is actually different from what you believe in and um and you see that okay this person is set in their ways regarding a certain topic and um yeah it it kind of ruins the whole mood and you think okay um i better not pursue this any further so i think that's what the, the root cause of failed talking stages are it's when you realize that um no um this is not worth pursuing and um i don't think that it's a good thing that we 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 demonize people for pulling back out of failed or out of talking stages because i believe that's actually yeah that's actually a good thing to do when you see that okay I, i don't think pursuing this relationship is a good thing to do even if i'm talking i i've heard people who goes who ghosted me uh from talking stages i you think you're vibing with someone and they don't text back anymore like they used to or maybe yeah things are just yeah they just not happening any, anymore it's because probably they realized that you know what no this guy is not actually someone i want to see my, or someone i want to be myself see myself with maybe they'll just take it that you know what maybe this person would make a good friend 
or yeah and not a good partner so yeah um i think it's all about someone realizing what they want and what do they do not want and probably you're not what they want at that particular moment so yeah i don't think we should take it you know personally when a talking stage yeah just falls apart but um sometimes they can give you something you know room to grow and um it's good to yeah it's good to have talking stages uh by talking stages i do not mean flirting guys i just mean that getting to know someone asking meaningful questions you know and uh, getting to know someone's belief system and things like that which takes us to the last question which is yeah is <laughs> yeah this is one of yeah those questions that um i never thought any of you would un- would ask me but the question is what are your top five questions to ask on a first date what are your top five questions to ask on the first date oh my god i haven't been on a date for i don't remember how long but um questions that i would ask on a first date i would ask things like um obviously i don't want to sound cliche but you want to know someone's short-term plans as in where do they seem see themselves in the next couple of years or whether it be geographically if they want to move at a certain point in their life um if it even where do they see themselves with their career what are their ambitions in life um what are their passions in life what are they passionate about i think yeah the first date is all about knowing someone um yeah knowing those little quirks about someone so i don't want usually i wouldn't advise you to you know go all out in the first date with the questions you know you know the i've seen um dating shows where yeah like those our perfect wedding type of shows where people be like i asked him on the first date are you gonna marry me? i've heard people actually say that that they asked their partners on the first date that are they do they want to get married or things like that um i wouldn't say it's wrong or right but uh i believe that um the the first date is all about putting up the foundation for the second date so yeah ask you know those quirky type of questions but you know quirky you know when i say quirky i mean that you know there's a certain you have to decipher how a person reacts in certain types of situations so there are certain questions although they do not seem that serious they can tell you a lot about a person you know yeah so make sure that you find out how how someone's sense of humor is um find out how um another important thing is that find out the, the type of character they have um look pay attention to how they treat the waiter or the waitress um some people are rude and i believe rude people are definitely no no don't be rude you know don't be rude don't be disrespectful are they respectful of people who are you know inferior to them um how do this person how does this person relate to others how do they relate with their own family members how do they relate with their own friends you know those are the things that you can try to find out on the first date um how does this and um from a christian perspective make sure you find out i think i should have mentioned this first i definitely should have mentioned this first 
uh, is this person saved? Do they love the Lord? Remember that um, you cannot save anyone for yourself. You know, I find I've heard people say, "No, my partner is not saved," but I believe that through dating me, they will they'll get to know Christ. As good as that might sound, you cannot save a person yourself. I've 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 taught myself that lie, uh, so many times. No, not so many times. Just once before where I've ended up dating someone who wasn't saved and I thought to myself, you know what? I'm going to save, I'm going to probably be preach, preach to her and tell her about God's love and she will be saved and we will get married, drive off in the sunset and it will be hallelujah. And it didn't turn out that way. What actually transpired is that obviously when you are dating someone who's not saved, you end up taking up their you know, lifestyle and all that. So I promise you, you need to know that you need to know that that person's relationship with God. How is this person, you know, how how is their relationship with God? You need to find out if, you know, their theology, how, 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 how do, how is their understanding of the, of the Bible? How is their understanding of God's word? Those are the type of conversations that I, I, I suggest you have with someone who you are thinking of going on a date with or you are thinking of starting something with you need to find out yeah because that's important you know people say nah man like we are on earth man you can't spiritualize everything but the truth of the matter is what happens in the spirit it has a huge bearing on what we see in the physical so if if you are if you yoke yourself with someone who is not in a correct standing with God, you might find out in the later stage that you know what I got myself in yeah something that I probably would would have been better off avoiding. So always make sure that you ask questions that yeah that matter. You know questions like um what what yeah do you believe in things like um. I, I personally I, I i like asking questions like um um do you see yourself um having a family one day i know that one is a bit <laughs> like first night are you asking me about family on the first day but yeah um you need to know that type of stuff man i'm old i'm turning 30 man i don't want to be with someone who tells me that nah man i just want to chill for the next 10 to 5 years and i'll think about having kids when i'm 40 like uh-uh uh-uh, <laughs> that ain't gonna work. So yeah, those are the type of questions that you ask on a first date. I'm not sure if I reached five, but I'm sure that yeah, you got the you got the you got the memo. <laughs> and the bonus question that I told you guys about was that the person asked me, um it was something like um when when dating someone, should you kiss or have sex with someone that you're dating? <laughs> okay, let us sit down, kids, and talk. Personally, I'm gonna talk about me. Uh, I believe that dating is not marriage. When you're dating someone, do not give them marital privileges. And that goes for guys, and that goes for girls. What is a marital privilege? Kissing. Okay, okay. I'm talking about myself. I see kissing personally. I see it as a marital privilege. Some say that it, it's just kissing, and I, I I totally respect that. I totally respect that some people are able to control their edges and um yeah not turn that kissing into petting or other deep stuff. 
but um i believe that it's special it's a connection it's a physical it's physical intimacy and i believe that you should share it with someone who you see yourself um yeah on the long term with so um things like kissing things like um yeah um things like kissing things like um physical intimacy i think those are things which are better left for marriage uh because you know when you share when you share physical intimacy with someone i don't know about you guys but it 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 kind of um bless your judgment um you know if if you know how they say when you have sex with someone there are a whole lot of end of um um hormones which are released into the mind and into your bloodstream you know um things like um um what's the name of that happiness uh happiness hormone i think it's endorphins or something like that yeah those type of hormones are released and um those 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 physical changes and arousal it can obscure your judgment and you be thinking that you know what what i have with this person is actually so strong and so real and turns out it was just infatuation because you skipped stages i believe everything works with stages you cannot start you know you cannot start um you cannot start watching a series like even on netflix i don't believe anyone starts watching um um their favorite uh, or uh, the latest season i mean the latest show that some they just discovered by going for season three what you do is that you start with season one episode one and then you move forward because you it helps you understand you know the full picture so even with 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 things like physical intimacy i believe that and um and dating and uh, marriage start with stage one and yeah allow it to grow organically and um do not rush like i wish i could say even the day i have a son or a daughter one day i'd probably this will probably be my motto do not rush do not allow the world to dictate what is right and what is wrong for you allow god to do that you know if if you feel that me sharing a hug with someone would be me you know putting myself in a awkward position do not do that and you do not want to be with someone who does not respect that and i i promise you if someone's able to love you and commit to you and respect your body and respect your values at the same time i believe that's the type of person that you want to see yourself with and um i do not believe that lie that okay if they're not getting it from you they're getting it from somewhere someone somewhere else if that's the case and it's true it's good readings you don't need to be with someone who is you know controlled by the urges that's not the type of person that you want to be with so like i always say there's this verse that my dad always um quotes when he's talking about this type of things it's in the book of proverbs which says you cannot put put coal yeah yeah coals on your chest and expect not to be burned meaning that there's certain situations that you do not want to put yourself in i know a lot of yeah a lot of us young people we we struggle with this i personally struggled with this a lot and um it's yeah it kind of even ruined some of the talking stages that i've heard with people and um yeah when when it gets to that um i think yeah some people call me conser- conservative and um i've i've lived i've lived i 
I've learned to live with that. But I believe that there should be this this visual stop nonsense that you put, you know, to protect yourself. The Bible tells us to guard our hearts, you know. So by valuing your you know physical space and uh, and reserving certain things for marriage. I believe in that way they get to be more special when you eventually experience them. This is just me talking. This is just my opinion, and this is what is working for me. Obviously, there are certain people who love the Lord and uh, are Christians who might differ with what I'm saying, but this is what has worked for me. And I believe if you are young and are trying out dating or and are trying out, you know, things like, hey, do not rush. Do not rush. Don't rush. Save, save that intimacy for your partner. Um, you will define what intimacy is to you. For me, intimacy, sharing a kiss, sleeping with someone, even if it's just a sleepover, hey, those things are intimate. And um, sh- save them for someone who you know that you will be committed to. And um, yeah, I promise you that it's it's worth the wait. So yeah, that's it guys. Those are the questions that you guys asked me. Wow. Like I said, these are questions which yeah, definitely needed to be answered. I hope that my answered my answers, oh my god. Yeah, my answers are have been insightful and I would love to know your opinions, what you guys think of certain of these certain questions and how I answered them. I'd love to yeah, get your feedback. And if you have different answers, I'd like to hear them too. Let's talk about them. So make sure that you yeah follow us on Instagram. Our page is our page name is called Let's After God. Yeah, make sure that you follow us on there. And uh, yeah, I want to hear what you guys have to say about this. And by the way, if you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, please do not forget to leave us a review or rating. Um, I'm not an an iOS user, but I hear I heard that Apple Podcasts through your ratings and reviews can actually market help market the podcast for me. I mean for yeah the Let's After God brand. So yeah, please consider leaving us a rating or a review a review, and that would help us grow so much. So thank you for listening. May God bless you. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. If this podcast has been a blessing to you, do follow us on Instagram. Our handle is at Let's After God. You can also find us on Facebook by searching for Let's After God with Blessing Machinery. Do leave us a like. We always look forward to hearing your testimonies and reviews. Be blessed and catch you next time.